Hey there, thanks for checking out the Ike Wingate Morning Show podcast. Well, you've thought about doing your own podcast, let me tell you, it's not near as hard as it used to be. I launched a podcast back in 2008, and it was crazy difficult to get it listed everywhere where listeners were, which back then wasn't really that many places. But now, podcasts are everywhere, and with a platform like Buzzsprout, you can be all over the place with one click, plus a great-looking website, analytics, and more. That's why... We use Buzzsprout. So follow the link in the show notes, and that'll let Buzzsprout know that we sent you, and you'll get a $20 credit if you sign up for a paid plan. Plus, it helps support our show as well. Again, down in the show notes with Buzzsprout. Let's go. All right. Go ahead. The time is now. Let's do it. Here we go. This is the Ike Wingate Show. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Join the show now. Text 870-505-1518. Ladies and gentlemen, here's your host. Ike Wingate. Ike Wingate. Ike Wingate. Good morning and welcome to the show today. Welcome another day, another show, another week. And we are less than a week now out. Aren't we? Are we not? Well, one week from today is Christmas. Yes, one week from today is Christmas. Here we are on Monday, December 18th, 2023. So glad you are here. On the way this hour, celebrity birthdays, this day in history, random facts. And RSVPing no to holiday parties could be good for your health. That's coming up this hour. Next hour, a real-life Clark Griswold. And someone is suing a restaurant for the smell of grilled meat. And it could be time to ditch your office chair, all in the name of your health. All that and more coming up today on the show, brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law, online at ozarkjustice.com, or call 479-253-1234. And it is that time of morning for your celebrity birthdays here for Monday, December 18th, 2023. Bridget Mendler, who was Teddy Duncan on Disney's Good Luck Charlie, is, 20, uh, is 31 today. Ashley Benson, who is Hannah Moran on Pretty Little Liars, is 34. Christina Aguilera, singer, 43. Josh Dallas, who is Ben Stone on Manifest, is 45. Katie Holmes, used to be married to Tom Cruise. She was on Dawson's Creek. She's 45 today. Former WWE diva Trish Stratus is 48. DJ Lethal from Limp Biscuit, 51 today. Rachel Griffiths who is Brenda on Six Feet Under, is 55. Stone Cold Steve Austin, 59 today. Brad Pitt is 60, ladies and gentlemen. Brad Pitt is 60. Steven Spielberg, 77. Keith Richards of the Rolling Stones is 80 today. It's National Ugly Sweater Day, and we are, of course, one week out from Christmas. And on this day in history, the Lion Sleeps Tonight by the Tokens hit number one in 1961. How the Grinch Stole Christmas aired for the first time on CBS on this date in 1966. Holland Oates hit number one with Maneater in 1982. Jamie Lee Curtis married Christopher Guest at Rob Reiner's house in L.A. It was nine months after the Spinal Tap hit, I'm sorry, this is Spinal Tap hit theaters. That happened on this date in 1984. In 1997, on this date, Chris Farley found dead in his Chicago apartment from an overdose of cocaine at the age of 33. The first Avatar movie released on this date in 2009. And those are your celebrity birthdays and this day in history. Good morning. And it is that time of morning for your random facts. 
Let's see here. In 1995, there was a contest based on who shot Mr. Burns on The Simpsons. Only one person correctly guessed that it was Maggie. But it was an anonymous post online. The writers wanted to give them a prize, but on the DVD commentary, they said they were still searching for the person who guessed it correctly. Oh my goodness, those anonymous posts. The Smurfs were created in 1947 as minor characters in a comic book in Belgium called Johan and Puet. And then they stole the show. Before Paul Schaefer was David Letterman's band leader, he co-wrote the song It's Raining Men in 1979. James Dean only starred in three movies before he died in a car crash when he was 24. Those movies were East of Eden, Rebel Without a Cause, and Giant. Of course, he's now legendary. Three movies and legendary. That's not bad. And finally, English is the fourth most spoken language in South America behind Spanish, Portuguese, Quechua, and an indigenous language spoken by people living in the Peruvian Andes. English, fourth most spoken language in South America. Those are your random facts. Good morning. And a very pleasant good morning to you. Today's show brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law, online at ozarkjustice.com. You know, RSVPing no to holiday parties apparently can be positive for your health. This sounds kind of weird, doesn't it? I don't know. I'm just telling you what this article from Study Finds and the APA is talking about here. And basically, if you politely decline invitations to holiday parties, it can be good for your mental health. 77% of Americans have accepted an invitation to an event they didn't really want to go to because it seems rude to say no. But the study found that hosts usually don't mind as much as we think they do. It depends on who we're talking about, I think. People in the study assumed it would leave the host disappointed, angry, and less likely to invite them to future events, but apparently that wasn't the case. In general, people understand you can't make it to everything, and we majorly overestimate how upset the person is going to be. They might feel a tad slighted, but they probably won't hold it against you unless you've canceled like five times before. The study found that saying no to someone on one of those invites can be good for your mental health if it helps you avoid holiday burnout. But just don't be a Grinch and skip them all, is what they say. Socializing in general is good for your mental health. So you want to socialize? Great. It's good for your health. If you really don't want to go to a party, just say no. Just say no. Isn't that what they say? Just say no. Just say no to parties you don't like, kids. That's according to APA and Study Finds. Good morning. Ever caught someone doing a good job? Tell us about it. Save the neck for me, Clark. A Kansas man is being celebrated for his amazing Christmas lights display based off the Griswold House in National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. This is Michael Russell, a real-life Clark Griswold, and a fan of his decorations, both talking about his glorious house. I have a guest book, and people write, they had a bad year this year. This brought joy. I know kids are going to love it. But I really enjoy it when I see adults and get a real kick out of it. I've been coming for at least four years because her name is Clark. And so we have to stand in front of Clark every year. And the girls go absolutely nuts. Wow, that is cool. I would love to see this house. Actually, there's a link here. And yeah, that looks amazing. A real-life Clark Griswold house with a stand-up of Clark Griswold. That's very cool. 
Fantastic. Where's the Tylenol? That is caught doing good. You got a good story out there. Let us tell it here. Just email it to show at IkeWingate.com. It's time for Stranger Than Fiction. A Nashville woman is suing a restaurant right next to her home, claiming that smoke from the cooking barbecue interferes with the enjoyment of her home. It sounds like it would make it just a delicious place to live. But anyway, here's the owner of the store, Jeff Roy, defending his business. Well, we smoke about five days a week. I just put my foot down. I said, look, that's all we're going to do. I'm through. We can't do anything else. You do what you got to do. It's just a little country store, you know, right here in the middle of East Nashville. And we want people to feel it when they come in that it's a family-run business. Well, and yeah, if you are barbecuing you're smoking various meats and whatnot it's gonna have smoke apparently this restaurant's been there for 10 years she just moved in two years two years ago so she hasn't even lived there that long and now she's trying to basically get rid of the delicious barbecue smoke this is just so horrible anyway it is stranger than fiction everybody good morning i could go for some barbecue hey good morning i don't know if you are feeling like you know your back is hurting Maybe when you're at work, your chair could be the cause. Especially with as much sitting as we do now. Apparently, there is there is a an article out now about how the chair could be causing harm. Ditching your office chair. A writer for Slate.com just did a big column on how we should all be sitting on the floor instead of our office chair. She claims that it does wonders for her body. She's not the first to suggest it, by the way. She lifted it from a book called Built to Move that argues our bodies aren't really meant to be sitting in chairs all day. It's okay sometimes, just not always. But sitting on the floor is not comfortable. Can I get an amen? But that's the point. It makes you shift positions a lot more, which can supposedly help your joints lower inflation. Uh, inflation. <laughs> inflammation. Sorry. Different different pain. Lower inflammation and even up your metabolism. That makes sense. Which is why, like, if you, if you sleep for a long time or you don't move a whole lot, you wake up not feeling great. So it's good to shift, right? I don't know. She says that standing desks are also good. And floor sitting is like the sequel to that advice. Ten years ago, experts were saying everybody needs a standing desk. Now it's everyone should work on the floor. Come on. How would you get any work done on the floor? Plus, I mean, you can't do that. I prefer to work at a desk where I can both stand and sit. Yeah, but sitting for a long time. I mean, like they say, it's like smoking a pack of cigarettes when you sit in your desk, sit in your chair all day. So anyway, there you go. That's according to Slate.com if you want to check it out. Good morning. Well, the question is, would you sell your dog for $200,000? It sounds kind of scary, kind of, kind of sad, does it not? But apparently, there was a woman who faced that exact question. She's on TikTok. You want to take a listen to this... Uh, and take a listen to this clip and see what she has to say about it. Someone offered us 200K for our puppy, and I told my husband, absolutely not, because I birthed her. Would you guys sell your dogs for 200K? Like, that is my baby. That is my baby. I birthed her. That is my Birth? child. Like, there's no money. I would not sell her. But it just got me thinking. I'm like, I wonder if people would have taken that 200K. All right. This, I don't know if you caught that, but the lady was saying she birthed her dog. 
Are we now saying that humans can birth dogs now too? I mean, what is what is happening? Anyway, uh, two hundred thousand dollars. That is Alexis Elliott. She recently got a Doberman puppy that's around six months old, and she says someone offered her two hundred k. Who would pay two hundred k for a Doberman? And she told her husband, "No way." Uh, honey, I don't know how. I don't know what happened to the dog. I came home and the dog was gone. I don't know. Well, why do you have so much money in your pocket? Well, I've been doing some extra jobs. You know, some extra work. Some handyman jobs or something. I don't know. Uh, Anyway, she said that she'd never sell her dog for any amount of money. So would you sell your dog or cat for 200 k Or would you feel like you're selling your kid? Yeah. Uh, It's an easy, easy decision for me. I would sell it in a heartbeat. And then just go get another dog for no money, for free, at the pound. I mean, it's an easy decision. I'm sorry, I love my dog, but I'm just saying, dogs can be replaced. I know, I know, you re- you have a dog, you love the dog, you'd never part with it, but we're talking about $200,000. I mean, if we were talking about $200, no. Here's a better question. What is the least amount of money you would take for your dog? <laughs> Hey, I'm not alone. Most people on TikTok in the comments of this video say that they would take the money and run. You know what I'm saying? So what about you? Let me know. 870-505-1518. Send me a text. Good morning. Plenty of people online are asking all the time, what does it take to be happy? Well, apparently there is a best-selling author out there who is saying that he has traveled the globe studying how people live long, happy lives. In a recent interview, he laid out the top eight habits of the world's happiest people. Based on research and the many people that he's met, he says there are eight things you can do to feel happier every day. So let's see. Are you doing any of these things? All right, first on the list, get at least eight hours of sleep. The happiest people sleep eight to nine and a half hours a night. Eat a plant-based breakfast. This This does not make me happy. Stay away from too much meat and dairy in the morning. Sugary cereal isn't good either. Again, these are the eight habits of the happiest people on earth. What about bacon? I mean, how could you be happy without bacon for breakfast? Uh, Number three on the list is socialize. The more, the better. Ideally, with people you actually like. I, you know, I've definitely found this. The more I socialize, the happier I am. The more isolated I get, you know, the worse it is. So... There's something to be said for that. Volunteer. People who tend to feel happier, more satisfied with their lives, or have fewer symptoms of depression are people that volunteer for things. Yeah, help others. Okay, take naps. Quick power naps of 30 minutes or less leave us more focused, creative, and productive. Yes, that's on top of the eight to nine and a half hours you've already gotten. Uh, Number six on the list of the happiest people on earth is have faith. Studies show people who are religious or faithful are more likely to describe themselves as being very happy. Number seven on the list of happy habits, limit your TV and social media intake. That makes a lot of sense. The ideal amount is no more than 30 minutes a day of each. That's 30 minutes of TV, 30 minutes of social media a day. That's not enough. How can I binge with only 30 minutes? Uh, There's one final one. Don't work full-time, which is not possible for most of us. You won't be happy if you can't make ends meet. But in a perfect world, part-time is better. People who work work less than 35 hours a week 
tend to be the happiest overall. That's according to this author from an article in The Sun, The Eight Habits for the Happiest People on Earth. Good morning. And today's show brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law online at ozarkjustice.com or call 479-253-1234. Every year, Google puts out their most Googled items, the most searched items of the year, and we've got them. Here's a rundown. The top news topics that we Googled were the war in Israel and Gaza, the Titanic submarine. You remember that? That was a big one. Turns out they knew it was exploded the entire time or imploded. Uh, Let's see. Hurricane Hillary, Hurricane Idalia, and Hurricane Lee. The next five were the Maine shooting, the Nashville shooting, the Maui fire, the Idaho murder trial, and the Canada wildfires. Wow. Not some pleasant things that we were searching for news-wise in 2023. The top memes we searched were Kevin James, Ohio, Police Girl, Folding Chair, Smurf Cat, The Waffle House New Host. I have no idea what any of these are. One, two, Buckle My Shoe, Selena Gomez, Submarine, Animan Studios. Those were the top memes of 2023. The top searches... Uh, I'm sorry, the top trends that we searched were the Roman Empire trend, the Moon Phase trend, the AI yearbook trend, the Instagram notes number trend, and the fruit roll-ups trend. All right. The top how often searches that we did were how often do you think about the Roman Empire? How often is the World Baseball Classic? How often is the Blue Moon? How often is the World Cup? And how often do trains derail? I think I searched that one, actually. The trains one, yeah. The top five recipes that we searched for were Grimace Shake, Lasagna Soup, Chicken Cobbler, Black Cake, and Pumptini. What is that, like a pumpkin martini or something? Anyway, how many of those did you search? That is according to Google Trends, the top searches for 2023. Good morning. Hey, I want to tell you about another podcast I'm doing, one that is shining a light in the dark corners of our media, our government, and our culture. It's the Ike Wingate Show. You can find it at IkeWingate.com. Please subscribe to it, listen to it. It's a longer-form, unfiltered podcast that delves deep into the issues that are happening in our culture. So check it out, please. Hey, thanks for checking out the Ike Wingate Morning Show podcast. It's an honor to know you've been listening and hanging out with us. We know you got choices, and believe me, we appreciate that you made this choice. We'd love to spread the word. We need your help with that. Leave us a review, rate us, whatever you can, because that'll help spread the word on the show. You want to contact us, hit us up, show at ikewingate.com. We're on Insta. We're on Twitter, we're on Facebook, we're everywhere. Just type in the Ike Wingate Show. Have a great day.